You are now listening to the Hot Take Podcast. Here are your hosts, Stephen Taroni and Josh Daddy. Time to make it hot. To the hot take podcast live stream edition once again friends it's friday night so we are here it's week two and as usual we're sponsored by thrive fantasy and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight no og tonight no mr steven taroni but it's okay if you guys try something different it's going to be just me and dr dan berman tonight dan welcome to the show sir uh, thanks for having me. I'll be filling in for Steve, like you said, and we'll talk a little bit about Thrive and uh, some of the process, some of the uh, successes this past week, um, and how to go about actually succeeding in uh, you know these uh, tournaments. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. And uh, you know, if you guys don't know, I mean, Dan's a hell of a guy to tell you how to do that. Of course, we're talking about the this is the Thursday the season kickoff on uh, Tampa and Dallas. And then also the, that was the $20 uh, guaranteed contest. And then also the main slate $20 contest uh, with, that was the hundred K up top. And uh, Berm, you did pretty well this weekend. Why don't you tell the listeners real quick? Uh, of course you can find me at Josh Daly 72 on Twitter and remind the fel- the folks out there where they can find you on Twitter and uh, exactly how you fared in those two contests I mentioned. Yeah, so my handle is uh, at Peace by Inches FF. Um, and so the Sunday slate uh, got a top five finish, tied for fifth. Uh, and it was actually the uh, uh, Monday night game that I got the, the second place finish. Oh, that's right. The Monday night game. That's right. So the main yeah. slate and the Monday night slate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was definitely a, a, a maybe one of the most uh, brutal sweats I've had um like ever actually uh because you remember i texted you jokingly about hey look uh i'm in first place like temporarily i knew that was gonna go away (laughs) in like one play and like because uh like you know two seconds later lamar he uh hit the over and i hit the under um somehow that only knocked me down one spot so you know yeah which we weren't we weren't expecting right neither of us were expecting that but that's the thing. Shorter, shorter slate. There's not as many people out there to do that. And we're going to get, we're going to get into this a little bit here. We're going to talk about, you know, the short slates. We're going to talk about some game theory and we're going to kind of talk about your process here, Dan, because um, just a hell of a start, man. I mean, you're absolutely on fire. So appropriate that, uh, you know, and you said, you said earlier, filling in, man, you're part, you're part of the crew now, man. So it's only proper that you're part of the hot take now. And uh, I mean, after all, you are uh, you are hot on the uh, Thrive Streets here, and that's basically what we're going to get talking about here. The uh, week two action, we'll bring that in here in just a little bit. Um, but first, Dan, so, you know, one thing I do when I get started, uh, I notice that you do the same, is we kind of sit down and we do, we do a little comparison, right? Why don't you take us through that and then also kind of your next steps in your process after that? So the first thing that a lot of people probably do already, um, but is 
absolutely necessary if you're going to find a good baseline to go off of as far as what is the, the general consensus for each one of these props that are listed in Thrive. Um, and that's to actually see what the props you can bet on for that player are in Vegas. You can literally get a comparison of that same uh, exact uh, prop a lot of the times and see whether or not there's a difference or you can find an edge on Thrive somewhere. Uh, a lot of times you might find even odds on Thrive where you would never find those same uh, coin flip odds. Yeah, that's a good point. Vegas. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, and the other thing that, that I wanted to hit on before we get too far was, you know, betting sides and totals is fun, but man, the real the real money is in the, the player prop market, you know, and that's, and that's exactly for everybody that's not familiar, um, you know, and I'll bring it up real quick and then we'll let uh, Dan have the floor again here. But that's that's what we have here on the screen is that's what that's what Thrive is. You know, it's a it's a player prop uh, platform that's going to allow you to kind of, you know, wager different point amounts. And of course, it is, you know, player versus player. So um, you get in these larger field tournaments and uh, that can definitely be a lot of fun. And there is some more strategy to it here um again so we'll let dan kind of dive further into that so you know we, we want to see we want to pick off some of those uh those softer differences where there's a little bit of a cushion uh you know compared to some of the vegas props and you know although player props are a much more profitable market than you know traditionally betting sides and totals it's uh it's one thing that's that vegas really isn't that efficient at so you know, to have um, some differences out there is still very telling, though. So, um, so Dan, going through that, I know that's kind of the the first the first leg of the process here is determining you know where there's some weak spots, and that, then kind of how's it shaken out for you after that? So yeah, so you can first of all just compare that prop directly that you have on Thrive. You can also after that, it's always a good idea to think about the game itself you want to think about whether it's going to be like what's, what's the story of the game is it going to be a high scoring game yeah uh, it's going to be a low scoring game um are the offense is going to struggle etc cetera, etc cetera. so another thing to obviously look at is the over unders for both the game and for the team that that player is on of course um you want to have in the back of your mind especially um when it comes to like the like touchdown props like if this team is only projected to score three touchdowns and i'm figuring that two might go to like the running back instead of this wide receiver then what are the odds that you know that last touchdown assuming that the odds that vegas put out are as efficient as um you know we like to think are uh you getting any um is your your narrative matching what you're actually picking for the props? Yeah, like like is your is your selection of the props matching the way that, or is it telling the story that you think the game you know is going to play out? So basically, the game script and how that's going to kind of process. So that makes a ton of sense, man. And I, I don't know if a lot of people are thinking about totals either, um, which is huge. We talked about that on the week one show, you know, with Arizona that we thought. Arizona was going to score a lot of points. The very first touchdown pass, you know, goes to Hopkins. Marcus Grant mentioned, you know, he might get two. Um, you know, so that was right. those we were all kind of in consensus on Kyler Murray's totals and also New Hopkins totals. 
And uh, of course, Borthos just absolutely smashed in week one. So, um, Dan, that's kind of where we're at right now is, you know, determining our game script and, and things like that, which makes a ton of sense so far. Um, you know, what's kind of up next on your on your game theory menu? Yeah, so um, on that note, uh, as far as figuring out what the story is, that game script, um, there's, and this is particularly true for like smaller slates when you have overlap of players on the same team. Mm-hmm. And the, the obvious thing to do is to correlate what you're picking with one player. Um, and like, for example, if you have the quarterback throwing for over their total projected yards, uh, and they have a wide receiver on that same uh, that same slate that you can pick from. Yep. There's likely going to be a correlation there of them hitting the over on their receiving total. Yeah, it's just like stacking in DFS, just like the Kyler and Nuke situation. Right, and that's this is something that people probably just inherently do, but it's still something uh, that you always want to just uh, keep an eye on um, and really take advantage of, even if you feel that the correlation is weak. It's those little uh, those little edges that really can end up making the difference as far as your you know final spot in the standings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, after all, you are you are playing against other people, so you kind of have to take into consideration, you know, what the, what what moves they're gonna do, and kind of you know maybe zig while the others are zagging. You know, right. And that's the the last step I'd say of the higher level, uh, you know, planning out your your picks is how you have to think how are other people going to choose which props that they're going to pick because on thrive usually there's like 20 possibilities and you only have to choose 10 of them mm-hmm. so you're never actually even forced to make a decision on something that you might not necessarily be all that uh, confident <laughs> about you might not have right. conviction over uh you know a, a lot of the props so yeah. you don't have to play them uh no, but I mean, that's a great point. I mean, we're going to talk about a couple plays tonight on the week two menu that are absolutely huge that can be game changers, you know, and really kind of, uh, you know, differentiate your pick sets from the field. So um, that's all fantastic, man. And um, is, is it kind of, you know, similar to we were talking about in week one with there was a couple real easy you know, picks out there where, but you were, you were getting rewarded a low amount. And that's, that's kind of equivalent of uh, like what you wrote, like the chalk, right. You know, like in DFS. So, um, so you kind of have to be conscious of that at all times. Right. And I, I um, say, uh, I might refer to the lower uh, point totals, the, the lower points that you get the favored odds. Uh, as being the chalk, because so far I've noticed that on Thrive, a lot of players tend to pick the obvious uh, the obvious plays that mm-hmm. don't pay off as much, uh, which you definitely need to keep in mind, because when you sacrifice, let's say, an obvious, let's say, guaranteed 75 points for whatever... Um, prop it is if you decided to pick just a different one if you decide to go with a 50 50 chance on uh getting 100 points somewhere else on a different prop a lot of times that might make more sense especially when you consider that a lot of 
a lot of players are going to be gravitating towards those more obvious plays, and those are going to be just highly owned. Uh, it's it's a great place to differentiate yourself by staying away from some of those obvious, you know, locks, those obvious free scores. Right. right, you're not taking the layup. You're going for the you're going for the three ball in somebody's eye. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, I love it, man. But yeah, that's that's the fun of it, man. And that's uh, that's what Thrive is all about. And, um, you know, while while we're talking about it, uh, you know, I wanted to mention it scrolling across the bottom, but we do have uh, exciting promo code for you guys. Um, you know, Thrive basically we want you guys to prop up with us here this football season. Already huge success with Dan, you know, taking two top five finishes, which is just fantastic to hear, man. It's super exciting. You know, we're texting each other back and forth every night. But it is, it's basically uh, daily fantasy sports uh, and esports app for player props. Uh, with Thrive, you basically eliminate, you know, all the research and you just focus on, like you said, Dan, you know, choosing those ten out of twenty picks. Um, and you gotta have, you can't forget the ice picks, man. You gotta have those couple, you know, in the in the right. bank for you. Um, but you know, having those those props assigned, you know, those certain values is kind of what, what makes it easy to keep track of things at the, you know, at the front of it. But then at the back end, you know, you know that you might have some, some kind of real risky lineups with some of those, you know, like you were talking about where you can get, you know, over 120 points or whatnot for the over or the under. So um, it's, it's still, the excitement's going to continue though this week, you guys, there's week, week two, uh, there's 50k the contest we're going to be talking about 50k uh guaranteed in that one that's the 20k entry and i might as well just bring that bad boy uh up on the screen here but i want to remind you guys to go ahead and use pro the promo code hot take all one word all caps h-o-t-t-a-k-e when you sign up today and you'll receive that hundred uh percent instant first deposit match up to a hundred dollars uh, you can go to thrivefantasy.com and sign up and prop up with us today. Again, that's promo code hot take, all one word, all caps, all day long. And Berm, we're going to bring in the week two screen here, my friend. And uh, I'm going to scroll down a little bit here to start because I want to start off with uh, Darren Waller. We'll talk about Joe Mixon here in a little bit, but uh, we'll start with Darren Waller. And boy, a hundred for the over, a hundred for the under, and we're sitting at seventy. I mean, that just seems that just seems obvious after watching him get like eight first quarter targets on Monday Night Football. I think he ended up with like nineteen targets in the game. Nineteen, yeah. I mean, just absurd volume. So, um, Berm, I think this one's pretty much an easy one. But uh, let's just get let's just go ahead and get your take real quick. Right. So uh, I think we're on the same page here. And I think that over is just the clear, the clear play here. Um, and I mean, you can, you know, base this not even on last week's performance. Literally, if you just look at what Vegas has uh, Darren Waller projected as. Um, so uh, at even odds in Vegas, if you went uh, big free, He's being projected for 75 and a half yards. Now that's not a gigantic difference between, you know, 70.5 yards and 75.5 yards, but it is those little edges that absolutely are going to make the difference here. So I, I think that uh, the over here is definitely, uh, definitely one of my favorite plays on this entire slate. Yeah. Same. If, 
And interestingly, so I wanted to compare uh, Darren Waller here as a selection versus uh, Keenan Allen as a selection for your prop. Yeah, both absolutely. Of them, both of them, I think, are smashes for the over. Now, here's where deciding on which of the props that you're going to actually play can possibly make a difference in you know where you finish. So right. Keenan Allen, you're going to get 95 points instead of 100 if he hits the over, assuming that we're correct about uh, both of them hitting you would and assuming that you had the same conviction on both players this right is where you would probably um if it came down to one final play you would pick darren waller over keenan allen i'm probably going to have both of them in most of uh my entries yeah no but this dude this is perfect because when you get towards the 10 where you've already picked your 10 out of 20 and you have those, you have to do the two in case of emergency or the ice picks, which I love. I love that they're called that. Um, you know, you get, I mean, that's an obvious choice of, of who you should have, which two bullets you should have, you know, back in the clip, so to speak. So, uh, and, and personally, I also like the over on Allen because um, I've already bet Herbert's yardage total uh, the over on that for this week because of uh, just how aggressive. And I try not to, I want to just make a blanket state blanket statement. You shouldn't really over uh, think or over uh, analyze anything that we saw in week one. Um, but to the tune of that, this is a new offense. And my uh, kind of concern was how aggressive would Herbert be? Um, the answer was very. So uh, I really like that. And I think that getting rid of Anthony Lynn uh, in in LA can definitely make a big difference for, you know, Justin Herbert and that offense. And that includes Keenan Allen. Of course, we saw just the absolute machine like numbers of target volume. We were just talking about from Darren Waller in Monday night football, but also Keenan Allen last season uh, with Justin Herbert. So definitely good, good picks there. I think for the, uh, the over some strong over selections. Yeah, absolutely. Against this, uh, Questionable Dallas secondary, uh, <laughs> and Allen, I absolutely hundred yard plus day. I, I feel it coming. So, yeah. Now, Berm, one that uh, I, I see that I think I know the way you're going to lean here. This AJ Brown prop. Uh, basically, I just want to know if he's going to score tut or not. And the way you know they got a, he did do it last week. Um, I was fortunate enough to cash on a, an A.J. Brown and New Hopkins uh, double touchdown parlay prop last week. Um, but, boy, those are those are not sticky, and those can be tricky, uh, <laughs> my friends. So yeah. that's, that's the truth. Uh, A.J. Brown, after the way that the Titans struggled last week against Arizona, um, I, I think a lot of people were caught off guard by how terrible the offense looked. Um, you know, and I mentioned it on our prop show, that I was taking the under on Henry, not saying, Hey, I was the only one that was right. But that game script, you know, that was the point we talked about game script earlier. And we talked about game script in that show and Derek Henry got game scripted the hell out of that game. And, you know, we could see a scenario, uh, you know, if you want to talk about um, DK as well, uh, feel free. Um, but basically with the DK Metcalf uh, prop with the touchdown or the receptions, uh, and the AJ Brown, uh, I think that this could be, you know, even though 
a high-paced uh, game from what we saw from Seattle uh, last week against Indy, uh, but also how bad the offense was in Tennessee. It might end up being a little bit lower scoring than I think uh, than people are leaning towards. So um, how do you feel about that touchdown prop on A.J. Brown? Yeah, so I, I think the, the Titans get their act together. Um, they're not going to look as uh, flustered as they did the first week. I think things do come together for them a little bit more. I still have uh, the under for him scoring a touchdown slightly. And this is this is uh, purely based off of what what Vegas has right now. So mm-hmm. Vegas, so if you do the, uh, if you cal- calculate the actual percentages of what um, the, the implied uh, uh, total is gonna hit, Right. In this case, there's one touchdown. Uh, there's a 45% chance um, implied over, 55% chance implied under. Again, one of those just uh, probably why it's the even Steven 100 points on both sides. <laughs> exactly. So that slight edge that you get with the under, I'm willing to take just yep. based off of the you know, what. Uh, the consensus I, is. I agree, and you got to take that 10% differential when when you can get it. I mean that's. It doesn't sound like a lot, forty-five to fifty-five, but it's it, it can be all the difference in you know finishing yeah. top five or not. So. Yeah, that's the difference between uh, having a money money printer when you gamble and uh, just, uh, going broke. <laughs> yeah, it, no doubt, man. Five percent right there. Oh yeah, and speaking of money printer, um, a team I bet the hell out of last week was the Rams. Um, you know, Matt Matt Stafford wish nothing but the best for that guy. And I, and I hope he gets his, his championship there with the Rams. But, um, you know, I would look at the Cooper cup prop here of the six and a half receptions. Um, this, this is one that, you know, I'm not going to say we disagree, but I will say that you can sell me on it, Berm. So what way, it sounds like you're leaning towards the under here. I'm leaning more towards the over, um, you get the 105 for the over. So you are, you are rewarded if he does get that volume, but sell me on the under, man. Why, why are we going on the under? All right. So that, that is a good point that you are getting that added bonus there, which would be a great place to differentiate yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as what I feel like the field is going to do, I feel like the field is going to hit the under a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and if you look at what Vegas actually has the even odds for Cooper Cup's total receptions for the game at, it's five and a half. Uh, so if you wanted to bet even odds, big free, um, you'd get it at five and a half. Um, and this is a pretty tough quantitative question when you think about it here. So how much does that one reception impact whether or not you're willing to give up those 10 points um as far as the the probability of the outcomes what what i'm trying to say is you have a how much more likely is it that he's going to get that extra one reception and is it worth the sacrifice of that 10 points yeah i mean he basically has to get a, a grab and a half every quarter you know, on average. So he's got to have at least one every quarter and he's got to have a couple quarters where he grabs two. So, um, 
you know, and then in this can in in this scenario, um, you know, he's he's actually got to get a seventh. So uh, that I can definitely see where you know, in following that logic, that uh, in, in honestly, Berm, we learned that unders are our friends. So absolutely, I've been know, trying to really just focus on those unders, like yeah. And, and there's always the hint of you know we don't we never root for anyone to get injured, but I mean. Guys, let's face it. You know these are human beings out there, just like running themselves into each other uh, at like car crash, you know, levels of you know injury proneness. So it's it's uh it's never out of the question that you could have an under go your way like in in one play. So right, there's a lot more ways to get to an under, a lot more paths exactly. Yeah, than getting to the over. So a lot more just things can happen. Well, you sold me. You sold me, Berm. I'm I'm on it. I should have known better. So I'm picking the under. And speaking of the under, uh, one we're both on that I'm just going to hammer right now is Carson Wentz. uh, Under 21 and a half completions against the Rams that we were just talking about on the other side of that game. Um, Rams defense is good. Uh, They held Aaron Donald in check in week one, the Bears that is. Uh, But that being said, I mean, that game, that game really didn't ever feel like it was in question after the second quarter. Um, so I'm getting some real strong vibes that the Rams are just going to come out strong once again this week. Um, dude, the Colts have just been kind of a mess. I'm not a Carson Wentz believer. Um, I, I mean, Burn, but I, this seems like a pretty easy under here. Yeah, so Vegas has the same uh, total for Carson Wentz completion, right around 22 uh, as being even odds. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you're already getting a little edge there for having the extra 10 points on the under. Um, So if you were just doing a coin flip, that would be the way to go. But I also think that, well, the the Colts, I mean, they're just not a passing team. That's not their strength. They're going against – a good defense. I think the Colts ideal scenario is a slow game, lots of running ball, Carson Wentz. Where this could go wrong though, is if they do fall behind big early and they have to throw the ball late in the game. But even then I feel like Colts are going to find a way to, to keep, keep the ball on the ground enough. Yeah. I mean, that make that makes sense. Um, let me ask you this. Now, when you're factoring in something like, okay, I'm taking the under on Cup, and there's that same point differential, but inverse on Wentz, are you kind of, uh, you know, are you are you cog- being cognizant of that and kind of balancing those out as you go sometimes, or are you do you are you like me and you wait till you get to the end and then you kind of see what your possible point total is and 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 think, man, you know, I know this only we've only had week one in the books. But, you know, last week I had an entry and I looked at it and I just thought, that's not that's not enough points, even if I hit all 10. Exactly. So I'm I'm pretty sure in the I think it was the the Monday night contest. Only one person person got. Uh, I think I I got eight and finished second. Right. (laughs) Because I uh, picked some of the longer odds that other people right. didn't have. Uh, right. which fortunately you took made some bigger bites. Yeah. Right. Uh, so 
it's really hard to, I know these aren't necessarily all coin flips, but let's just say they were, even if you had like a, you know, a coin that was weighted on one side a little bit, <laughs> flipping that coin and getting heads 10 times in a row is pretty tough. Yeah. So unless you feel like you are going to nail every single one of your props, you know, you're going to have to make up those points somewhere when you inevitably don't hit one of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, and we should probably talk about some places uh, where we can kind of differentiate, um, you know, and it's, it's one of the things we like to do in DFS, you know, you got to get some leverage over the field somehow. And uh, we, we mentioned that we were skipping over this Joe Mixon prop up top and, uh, and we're here now. And I know you like the over berm and I kind of like the over too, as someone who took the Bengals team total this week uh, really wasn't feeling betting the game total. Um, you know, again, after what we saw from that Rams and bears game on Sunday night, but the Mixon 75 and a half rushing yards prop here, uh, 110 points on the over. Um, I, I feel like there's a good Joe Mixon game coming. Uh, that I feel like this could be real good game script for the Bengals in the second half. Uh, they showed that they're, you know, a team that's ascending on um, in week one. And again, don't want to buy too far into that, but um, as long as the, the O-line is going to keep Joey B healthy, then I think the Bengals offense can roll. And I think Joe Mixon can as well. I mean, absolutely. So they have so many weapons. First of all, they have to, I mean, the, the defense, they're going to have to look out for, you know, a bunch of stars on the outside. Their whole wide receiving crew is uh, players that they have to, they have to watch out for, including okay. Joe Mixon back there who got basically like 99% of the work. So he's essentially a one man backfield. It's not like he's going to be, you know, sh sharing carries with anyone. He's, got uh, the, the backfield share that the consensus elite running backs have like Dalvin Cook and uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, and he started out great. Uh, one thing to point out is, so the uh, Bengals offensive line might, might not be the best. I mean, they're, I guess, getting better this year, but Bill Mixon made a lot of those uh a lot of those yards himself. So he had 78 yards true after contact for 78 out of his 127 rushing yards after contact, um, which, you know, if we get 78 yards this week, that would, you know, that would nail the over. Yep. So sign me up. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is going to be one of those trap chalk plays that a lot of people are going to want to hit that under. Um, yeah, I can see that. But, you know, just based on, uh, you know, maybe like week one was, you know, the best week that Joe Mixon's going to have. I mean, people weren't high on him coming into the season, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But this, yeah. I, I do feel like is a great place to differentiate yourself. Um, no, I, I love it, man. And uh, you you put another one down here that, uh, that you're eyeballing. And this is one that kind of stood out to me, too, um, mostly because he's been – you know, fairly efficient through his career, but this interception prop here for Jimmy G going into Philly. And I know Philly has brought in some pieces to improve that defense. Um, they, they looked great, especially up front last week on the defensive uh, side of the ball, but Berm, Jimmy G not throwing a pick, like they could, they could go really 
you know, ground game heavy, especially now that it sounds like Trey Sermon is going to be active. Um, I mean, do they have like three running backs that they're probably just going to mix and match and and be very, you know, slow, you know, as far as, you know, being a run heavy offense. So it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Just, I feel like you're, you have a nice path to this under just because of the game script, but you know, you like the under too, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I feel like there's just not going to be as many opportunities for picks to happen just because they're going to keep the ball on the ground. Uh, Jimmy G's, you know, going to have safe, you know, uh, short passes. Right. Uh, and they're going to you know, keep things ground heavy. So whether or not, uh, you know, it, it's one of those scenarios where, you know, the ball bounces the wrong way and they're, bam, you lost, uh, you know, they picked the ball off and you lost the under there. But, you know, if that doesn't happen, you know, I'm absolutely willing to take that chance for the extra 25 points here. And another place where I feel like the chalk is going to be on taking that 75 points for the over. Yeah. So the, you got the game script and you just got, there's not going to be that many opportunities for him to make that happen. Make, yeah. When, make, we, when okay. we start getting into these sides where it's 125 points, I mean, it's a 50 point difference over the other side. And I mean, you just almost have to kind of lean that way, you know, just, just to, to have a shot at, at the top spot. So um, I could understand if you were doing a head to head where you might say, Oh sure. You know, the chances they tip a ball at the line and yeah, I get it. But um, man, 50 points is a lot of points, bud. Is he more likely to throw an interception? I'd say probably. I mean, if there, if this was 100, 100, uh, it'd be, a, it'd be a different story. Right. And um, this and this is the other thing that I thought about when, you know, when I saw this originally as I thought, man, that's a pretty interesting prop for a dude that's going to have a rookie quarterback come in and play about mm, five to 10% of the snaps yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. So there's another, another path. So uh, that's, it's interesting. You got, you just have to take some of these things into account, man. So I do, I do think that's a sneaky one. And uh, another one that you like here is the Travis Kelsey and then we'll just go ahead and wrap up after the Kelsey prop. But uh, we're looking at uh, more than more than a touchdown here. We're, we got one or two touchdowns here, Berm. Right. So th- this one I'm not as big a fan of as I am the, the Jimmy G prop. But I do feel like, I mean, this is going to be the biggest uh, differential as far as the points that you're going to be able to get. Mm-hmm. Should he actually hit two touchdowns? Uh, there's probably going to be about 5% of the field, I would say, that's going to choose that over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like that game is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, if Travis, if, if Kelsey scored two touchdowns, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world uh, come Monday, would it? So right. it, it's a it's – a, Good place if uh, you assume that the game's going to be high scoring. The Ravens' defense is not the Ravens' defense of you know old. Um, they're banged up. Uh, I'm I might be the wrong person to be judging the uh, the the Ravens. A uh, little bit of bias there. I'm pretty low on them after all of these injuries. And well, all to, of, to of be fair, we just saw Waller get 19 targets against them. 
And this is a guy that put up, you know, what, 25 to 27, you know, fantasy points based on your league scoring format or whatnot. So Travis Kelsey's kind of kind of still the best tight end out there. Um, so it, it's it's completely within the range of outcomes. Absolutely. So for these these last two, uh, I want to point out that I would either skip these or take the I, not necessarily dart throw. That might be the wrong way to put it, but take the longer odds um, or skip it. Not play for the safe. 70 points or 75 points right in both cases that's gonna be my my game plan at least yeah that makes sense and those are the decisions you have to make as far as which of those props you're going to choose and a lot of times it just comes down to that well hey we just gave the listeners you know and the viewers out there uh, you know, if you are listening to this on audio, we appreciate that. Of course, a uh, quick reminder that you guys can find us wherever you catch all your fine podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, but, you know, we just gave we just gave everybody eight out of 10 picks. So, I mean, we're not going to we're not going to hold their hand, Berm. But right. at, the same, at the same time. Um, you know, I think this is uh, some pretty good stuff, my friend, and wanted to thank you for kind of just breaking it down for us, man, after such a successful week one. So uh, remind everybody again where they can find you and where you might be seeing some of those screenshots pretty soon. Yeah, sure. I hope I can uh, keep it going uh, the rest of the season. Um, you can find me at Peace by Inches FF on Twitter. And again, you can find me at Josh Daly 72 uh, and want to thank you guys for coming by and talking about week two here as we prop up with Thrive Fantasy. One more quick reminder that you can go ahead and use the promo code hot take right down there. If you go to thrivefantasy.com, you can sign up and get that 100% deposit match bonus. So uh, for myself, for the OG Stephen Troni, who is uh, just living it up right now. Uh, shout out, shout out to our boy. Man. <laughs> Cancun. Yeah, absolutely. And for the doctor, Dr. Dan Berman, your top five finisher the last couple weeks here on, a, on some of these Thrive contests, just, just killing them. This has been the Hot Take Podcast.